0: My name is Bobby. I'm a paramedic with 27 years of experience in EMS and fire.
1: And my name is Jason, and I'm a retired paramedic with 20 years experience in EMS and fire. And together we're paramedics unscripted. On this show, everything is on the table. We'll talk about burnout in the business, calling 911 for non-emergency reasons, polypharmacy, Pharmacy, frequent flyers, the current housing market, the financial system. P.S. doctor office visits, or anything else we want to, all from a paramedic's point of view. And why? Because we're paramedics unscripted. Welcome back into Paramedics Unscripted. I'm your co-host Jason. I'm here with my co-host Bobby for episode number 33. Bobby, how you doing, brother?
0: Have Super Bowl fucking Sunday.
1: Yeah, Super Bowl Sunday this afternoon. For those of those people that like to watch Super Bowl, I am not personally one of them.
0: <laughs> Pardon my language.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't get sued for using that word Super Bowl. But uh, anyway, well,
0: I'm kind of I'm kind of with you, Jay. Uh, I, you know, I, I like the parties. I like uh, well, I think someone explained it earlier today, which I think kind of sums it up best, where you watch a little bit of football in between all the commercials.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or you do the uh, or you can <laughs> always do that if you're if you're a game person, like you like the right. game, you do the Bill Burr method that he's talked about on his podcast where you you, you start, okay, you, re- you have your party, right? You have everybody over your house and you don't start watching the Super Bowl until the second half, but right. you've recorded the first half, like it's on your DVR or whatever. And then, you know, then when everybody's ready and done mingling stuff, you sit down, you start watching the first half, you blow yeah. through the, you blow through the commercials, just skip all that shit. You know, if you're, if you're a game person, you're a purist of the game and then you watch the game. And then by the time you catch up to live, you don't have to watch very many commercials. You can actually get through the whole event in like two hours as opposed to, you know, four hours or whatever it takes, you know? So and,
2: I, and again,
0: I, I again I know there's probably a lot of people out there that have a problem with me dropping a lot of f bombs,
1: but uh, that's that's just the way it is. Fuck off and fuck Kyle. Okay, that's all I got to say. <laughs> 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 so as, yeah, so as we said, we're coming at you live on Super Bowl Sunday. Just wanted to give you something to get to get into oh, wait, wait, after who, the game. You know what I mean? Who's playing today? I have no idea. The Eagles somebody. <laughs> I think it's the Eagles and the chiefs I might be wrong there. I don't know. I, I, I can't stand no, you're, pro you're football. Absolutely
0: right. it's the Eagles and the chiefs.
1: Yeah, I watch college football. I'm a big WVU fan. Um, it's cause but, they're still hungry, man. They're yeah. not,
0: they don't, there's no sense of entitlement. Exactly. No, not, not, I'm not, I'm not speaking for all NFL players. It's just, and I'm not in my, my, my opinion isn't based on, uh, the, uh, bullshit that's been going on in the NFL. As far as like the, you know, kneeing during the national I'm not or the Kaepernick stuff I'm not talking about any of that stuff. I'm just talking about it just oh, I just don't I don't believe in the hype anymore and I've been like that for probably the past seven years yeah I mean, I every time uh, i like I've said before in the podcast every time football season rolls back around I'm like damn it it just ended what the hell it seemed like we just got we were done and, and you know we
1: were well in the hockey season now it's starting back up jeez yeah the only thing like I I just I do that that other stuff you said, some of the antics stuff kind of turns me off a little bit, but I really don't... Like I said, I don't watch NFL, so I don't pay attention to it too, too much. But what I can't stand in the NFL or any pro league except for the NHL is uh, right. there's just too much of like, look at me, look at me crap. Like, me, yeah. me, me crap. And I, I can't stand that. I grew up playing hockey, you know, through college and stuff like that. Entitlement. And it, it, yeah, it's like, it's a team sport. You're not... An, I mean, you are an individual. Obviously, everybody that is, plays a sport is an individual as well, but you, it's always like, in the NFL, they like make a catch and then they get a first down and they and they do a dance or some sort of motion or something to act like they're some badass and i'm like you 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 get paid 10 million dollars to catch a ball which don't get me wrong i couldn't do their job right as far as like that skill level they have but that's what you're paid to do you know what i mean that's like that's like me going up that's like me doing a video of me dancing after i sell a house as a realtor it's like well, you're you're supposed but to you sell a house as a realtor no you know, like I, that's, that's, that's the equivalent of that. So, and it'd be like every single time you do something real estate, like got a contract signed woo! and do like a dance. Like that's, that's not, it's not life. So it's, it's, I get it to a point. I understand people want to be excited, score a touchdown. You want to do something cool. That's fine. But like every single play they're not all the players do it. Obviously some of them, you know, are normal people, but some of them are just so look at me, look at me. And at least in college, you have that to a point, obviously in college, because the same like elite athlete status of those, those kids that are playing. Or now they're, I since not say kids, now they're professionals right. because they're getting paid. But, but at least they have that goal of trying to make the NFL or the NBA if it's in college basketball. So they're trying to like t- tone it down a little bit, you know? So, and then NBA, right. I can't stand, I haven't watched NBA in decades because I they don't play defense. So it's just annoying watching them just, I don't know. But, but just, look, I mean, one
0: thing I will have to point out that I think is kind of amazing. And the reason why I say this is because um, I'm going to talk about the Chiefs for a second is because... Uh, I used to live in Omaha, Nebraska a long time ago.
2: Omaha! Omaha!
0: Yeah, and besides, you know, University of Nebraska, you know, the Cornhuskers being like, the the whole state is about that team, you know, Go Big Red. Yeah, they were big back in the 90s. They were huge. Oh, yeah, they were big in the 80s, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But uh, since there are no professional teams, you know, Nebraska is the most middle state in the country. And uh, the closest professional football team was Kansas City you know, for baseball and football. So you had the Royals for baseball, and then you had uh, the Chiefs for football. So I have to say that Mahone, you know, the quarterback who started his first season winning Super Bowl several years ago, I mean, he's just been, he's just continued to be on a freaking streak, you know, and that, that's pretty amazing. Well, I will give that to I me. Mean, I can't even imagine starting your professional career out on top, and then it just kind of keeps going.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and, and uh, a lot of people would have, like, retired then. You know, a lot of people like to go out on top, but he's still going.
0: Well, speaking of that, I, uh, as much as I have respect for uh, Tom Brady, you know, he's starting to kind of remind me of uh, Brett Favre. It's like, dude, are you going to retire or not? Make a decision.
1: Come yeah, on. my favorite thing is I saw the, uh, one of the memes from, like, uh, that movie Groundhog Day, and they yeah. were doing the whole thing like, we're just here live uh, covering uh, Tom Brady retiring again.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and granted. I mean, nobody. I, I don't care what people think of Tom Brady. Nobody can take anything away from him. I mean, he's got enough Super Bowl rings to have two sets of brass knuckles. So I mean, you you can't. You, no one can. No one can disrespect that. I mean, that speaks for itself.
1: But he just lost but all granted, that money. It surprised me because he just lost all that money in that uh, was that, that stock FTX thing Canada? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, well, I mean, it wasn't only
0: him. There was a lot of uh, athletes and and uh, and celebrities that were, you know big spokespeople for FTX. that doesn't mean they were in on it that does that you know doesn't mean that he knew what was going on oh
1: no i'm not saying that but i mean just i I heard he lost like hundreds of millions of dollars so if that's the case it it surprises me that as the you know he's obviously gifted and over 40 and, and able to still be an nfl quarterback if he wants to um i'm just surprised he didn't be like Oh uh, yeah, I just lost a hundred million dollars, whatever it was, you know, whatever his number is uh, uh, yeah, I'll play a couple more seasons. If, you know, as long as you'll, you'll still have, well, me, granted, you
0: know, that kind of, it was kind of ironic how, and I don't mean any disrespect when I say this, but it was, it's rather ironic that that whole situation happened kind of right around the same time that him and Giselle announced that they were getting divorced, you know, so yeah. even more, you know, Giselle, when they first met, I mean, she was a lot more wealthy than he was, even though he was very wealthy as far as a professional athlete goes. But she was the most. She was the richest supermodel on the planet.
1: That's what I'm saying. When she probably first, is still more yeah. wealthy than he is. I, when I they first met, she was
0: worth a hundred million dollars.
1: Yeah, she's probably worth more though. I would think overall. And then them,
0: them together. I mean, it was just like holy shit. But uh, but you know, yeah, if they're getting divorced now, yeah, he probably he probably will play a couple more seasons.
1: Yeah, because he's like he's like I got divorced. Fuck, because he got to, you know usually uh, men have to pay you know for that kind of stuff well, into I mean, the all...
0: It also depends on where they, they file the papers and everything else that's involved. But I mean, yeah, you know, it's, but it's you like mean, going
1: through divorce is not fun and, it, and nah. you're going to lose something. Everybody's going to lose something. And, and, and a lot of times, of course, it comes down to money. And then on top of that, you lost the FTX stuff. So, it's yeah. like
0: I was divorced about 20 years ago and uh, it I, mean, I count my lucky stars that I probably had the easiest divorce known to man it cost me. 400 bucks. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's just the, the the cost of filing the paper because it was uh you know, my uh you know, my, my now ex wife, um from a long time ago, um, which seems like a lifetime well it was a lifetime ago. Uh even at a younger age we
2: were basically, you know,
0: civil enough to be like, Look, if we're gonna if we're gonna end this, let, let's do it you know, as civil as possible. And that's what we did. You know, it was basically like you take this, I'll take this. We'll split this. We'll split that done file the papers. And that was it.
1: Yeah. That's how, you know, that's so, how it should be. I mean, it's hard. It's obviously easier to say that than to do it, but yeah, but it's like, if it, it's done amicably because like, yeah, if you're in that position and shit happens, right. As it does in a lot of relationships, obviously until you get to the one you marry. Um, yeah. You should just be able to break it off and just no harm, no foul and move on. You know, it's the pro- problem is everyone, someone usually someone wants the divorce and someone doesn't and it could be either side and that's where usually the friction comes in you know right. and i uh,
0: <laughs> and i i uh i mean shit i was in my late 20s when that happened so i mean it was yeah it was a little
2: yeah it was exactly a little more than 20 years ago
0: and uh You know, you hear all these war stories about, especially these, a lot of these celebrities and and athletes, you know, going through these nasty divorces. I can't even imagine, or do I even want to imagine going through something like that?
1: Yeah. yeah, You know, it it just, it just
0: seems, uh, it just seems so. I mean, it just gets to the point where it's just like, it's just ended already. But I mean, when it comes to, you know, you hear the, like I said, you hear these war stories about, uh, and I know there's people out there that know exactly what I'm talking about. It's just never ending uh just fighting over whether it's you know money or whatever. It, it A just, house, something
1: like that, woo.
0: yeah. Yeah, money and, and assets. And it just uh yeah. Like I you know, like I said, I count my lucky stars that I, I had that particular situation is probably as easy as you get and if you know, I count my lucky stars because, you know, the it paved the way and led me to my wife today, so.
1: Well, this, yeah, has, been a, this, is, this has been this an episode of Relationship Counseling with Paramedics Unscripted. Uh, thank yes. you all for listening. It's This is a safe place, so you can talk about whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, what did you want to get into this week?
0: It almost sounded like, <laughs> it almost sounded like we were at Stanford University <laughs> <laughs> with all these safe spaces. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no disrespect, Stanford.
1: We love you. Or maybe all the disrespect. We're not sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're still fi- we're still figuring it out. Yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, but uh, but yeah. Um, but what are you doing today? Are you going to any parties? No, you, uh, no.
1: Like I said, I don't I don't know. watch that stuff, so I don't even care. I'm going to do work. Stuff. Be, but it, but it's still, even
0: if if you don't even. If you don't dig it, you don't you don't watch the game. It's still an excuse to go to a Super Bowl party, so you can just uh, hang out and gather.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's still on in the background, and it just annoys me. And then you have all the like
0: the the people that are really into there's Yeah, what the
1: fuck well, you have you that know? too. But then you have the people that are like really into it, but they're not. Re- then all all of a sudden they're like whatever teams in the Super Bowl fans. You know those kind of people where you're like, I'm a, Inham. I'm a whatever fan, and then it's like, oh, but, oh no, I'm now for the Eagles, now for the Chiefs, and I'm like, okay, settle, settle down.
0: Yeah, all of a sudden because they're one of the teams in the bowl that now, now they're a fan.
1: Yeah, yeah, those the bandwagon I'm like, people. It's I'm it's just like, okay, go away. Like,
0: yeah, I remember it was because uh, I grew up uh Speaking of Philadelphia, I grew up a. Uh, as far as baseball goes, I grew up uh, a Philadelphia Phillies fan. Do you know, especially due back to the old days when Pete Rose and Mike Schmidt used to play? You know, I think we've discussed that before. But one of the things I thought was amazing was fast forward a number of years later, when um, the Phillies were in in the the series, and for the longest time, people used to be like, "Why are you a why are you a Phillies fan?" But then, of course, when they were in the series, all of a sudden, these same people that knocked me all of a sudden became fans because they were in the series. It's like You guys are so fake.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, see, that's, that's interesting. You said that too. Uh, Just made my brain think a little bit here. Um, That's the other reason I guess I don't really care for the Super Bowl as much is because if you notice like all the other major sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, those those are the ones I consider the major sports. They all play series to win the cup or win the championship or win the bowl or whatever. Right. Yeah. Whereas football, they always say that excuse of it's, it's like, such when a violent game you you could not possibly play it seven times to win a best of seven series or whatever or best of five series if you're first round in the NBA or something like that but uh, but uh, but I disagree cuz I think hockey is a much rougher sport than football on because not only are you running around skating at full force and you know going whatever 25 miles feet. 21 miles an hour you're slaying yeah. them into you know boards which don't move they don't have give or if they do it's very minimal and and right. you're in, which is di- a little bit different than football other than maybe the linemen who are like nailing each other every play um i don't know so that's my i think too i think that makes it more exciting because i guess that's and i'm obviously bipartisan because i like i grew up watching hockey and stuff like that and that's always been my life but i just like games well, where it's like hey it's this 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 and now it's 3-3, three, three, we've each won three, this game's going to decide it or whatever. Well, Not one mistake on. doesn't make you a champion after a whole season of crap, you know? Well, let me ask you something while we're on the
0: topic. Um, one of the things I've noticed, I, I don't know why I didn't notice before, but I all of a sudden noticed it last season, was like, for instance, when we were growing up, you know, when it came to, to gloves, you know, the gloves were pretty hefty and they extended, you know, halfway up the forearm almost. And now it seems how small the protective gloves have gotten to where it's like it basically go. It, it seems like it doesn't really creep too much farther past the wrist. Did you notice that?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know the rules anymore of, of like, like it's a, everything in the NHL has to be certain measurements. Like yeah. they, they, they regulate all that stuff. Um, I would guess it's more of a mobility thing um, yeah. because you want to be able to move your wrist more for like using the sticks and stuff like that when you're stick handling. Um, right. But I did notice that too, because like when I was a kid, I play goalie, which is a little bit different gear, obviously, but but for oh, the forward the gear. gear huh? Yeah, but for the forward gear, they used to have, you know, of course they wear elbow pads and but their elbow pads were relatively small on the forearm, you know, like right. it just did basically the elbow maybe two or three inches past kind of thing. It was like smaller like that. And now if you watch if you watch videos of you can watch any team you like and watch videos and they'll show them getting dressed in the locker room, you know, putting on their gear and different clips or pictures or whatever, and you'll see that they're they're like you said, they're now that the gloves seem a little bit shorter they have those elbow pads extend down to almost like a forearm pad with it too. So, and, and, you know, and then goes up a little bit more so that it, then it kind of matches with the shoulder pads. So you're kind of having a little more armor in there. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. And if you do, if you watch too, like when I was a kid playing, uh, now people did this when I was a kid, but if you watch like the hockey pants that they wear, the shorts or whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call them, they're called hockey pants. But, um, now they'll have a slit up the groin. If If you'll see that. Whereas when I was a kid, people would cut their pants. Right, you would buy like these two hundred fifty dollars pants and then cut them, which is like asinine when you think about it back then. But now they make <laughs> it to where like like if you ever watch Ovechkin or something like that, because I'm a Caps fan. You ever watch Ovechkin and you see him like doing his stance, you'll see like it butterflies open on the inside of his legs, and that now his are designed like that, like he has them custom made or whatever. But that, right. that's, that's also again something for mobility, you know, because so, there are no pads. So, yeah. Like hockey players not pads on the inside of their legs, right? Uh, goalies do, but not not the forward people.
0: Well on that note, we we're gonna get into our uh AMS topic for the day. Heck yeah. Which which uh we were going to uh kind of uh single out and single in on some uh I'll let you take it from here, Jason, go for it.
1: Yeah, this this section is gonna be called sexual antics. <laughs> Uh, or, or, uh, or...
0: Yeah, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are waiting for this one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or as I like to call them firehouse horse, uh, and, and they can be, and that can be male or female. So we're, Come so on, we're man. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just, just, just so, just so we're, we're fair on both sides that he's one, he's, he's, you know, he's just joking around, but two, he's, you know, yeah, he's being fair. It's, it doesn't mean. Either I mean, it doesn't mean one single sex. It's either or, you know, it goes both. Way. Well, actually, now I should say it goes more than both ways because he, she, and they.
1: <sighs>
0: if I'm if I'm being politically correct,
1: I just rolled my, which eyes. I, sorry, which I I'd rather.
0: I, I could feel you do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh gosh, <laughs> I could feel it. Yeah, but it's one of those things. It's <laughs> it's it's kind of a funny topic because, right. um, a a lot of people want to hear firehouse stories of these kind of antics. Um, are, they don't believe it. Yeah. They don't believe it. They're grossed out. They they're in it. disbelief. That's like why we said. wanted
0: to touch base on
1: it. Yeah. It, it happens. Um, yeah. Because as we've talked about, when, if you work in the area where I worked in the Northern Virginia area, I mean, the shifts right. are, they're twenty are 24, 72s, 24, 48s, three days on with a day off in between then a four day break. They all have different schedules that are available out there. But when you figure it out in a week, you put it on a calendar and figure you're, with your partner at the firehouse more than you are with your husband, with your wife, with your kids, whatever, right? You're, you're with that person more than you are with your family. So when you look at it from that perspective, it's not that astonishing to think that sometimes things happen, you know? And I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying like every day you, you drive around the street and you see a firehouse. that there's like a porn shoot going on in there. That's not what I'm saying, but, but it's like, you know, there are antics that happen in every department.
2: Right. Which, uh, it, it happens a lot
0: m- more frequent than a lot of people realize. And uh, I think that that's, even though it's kind of a questionable topic to talk about, but I definitely think it's something that should be addressed because it's something that happens.
1: Yeah. Well, and it also, it's something that if you watch the news, especially nowadays, I mean, nowadays you've got to be really, really careful when you make certain decisions um but it's in the news a lot of times when people lose their job over different things or lose their career over different things and that goes with any field obviously as well but in the firehouse community it's a little bit you know i would say more because you're like living and staying and sleeping and eating and doing all that right. stuff in the same house with people all day long
0: and yeah. we're not saying by any means that this happens all the time but it, it, it we're not saying that at all but we're just we're stressing yes it does happen there there are are times where especially if you're in this line of work on it, you're going to see it and where it gets sketchy and correct me if I'm wrong, Jay. Um, especially if you have two people that are getting involved and one of them, whether it's, you know, either person is of a higher rank than the other.
1: Oh know, yeah. And
0: the problems there.
1: Well, and, we had, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I mean, and that's where, You know, things can get rather sketched out because uh, especially if it's a situation where, you know, two people are, they work with each other plus they're hooking up Um, and one of them is more serious about it than the other. And that person that's more serious could be the one that's of higher rank. And then this quasi relationship fizzles. I mean, it can be a, it can be a shit show.
1: Yeah, and that goes back to the old uh, the old wise, you know, wise warning, I guess, of, uh, you know, never dip your pen in the company ink because it definitely can backfire in your face big time. Um, So it's not, you know, obviously you not be something you should uh, do if you can avoid it. You know, nothing wrong with a relationship with someone you meet meet in the fire department or something like that. But don't do it on the clock. Don't do it while you're at work, that kind of stuff.
0: Any as much as we say that it, it will it it will happen. Like, for instance, my, my wife is a big fan, like I've said this before, my wife's a big fan of that show, Chicago Fire, which uh, I have to say, out of all of these emergency shows on television right now, that's probably, even though there's, I mean, that's still Hollywood, that one's probably, in my opinion, one of the closest shows that actually gets a, a pretty good glimpse of what it's like in this line of work. Um, and especially, I mean, even on that show, like she's even asked me before, she's like, so, you know, when you see on the show how two people on the same ship to like, uh, start hooking up or whatnot, or they'll, you know, go in like a gear closet and hook up or whatnot, you know, it, it, and she's like, does, does that really happen? And I'm like, yeah, sometimes
1: it does Yeah, more than, you know
0: yeah but that's, it, you know it's it's a it's a controversial topic, but the reason why we brought it up today is because it 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 it's something that that definitely goes on throughout departments around the country and probably you know a lot of departments around the world
1: well, I know at our at our at our department where I worked at um we had a couple of incidences based on what you were saying uh about higher ups and that kind of thing being involved with, yeah. lo- with uh, subordinates. Basically we had one in our department that um, involved a super supervisor type person with subordinate. Uh, we had a couple of them actually. And one of them was the uh, girl was, uh, how do we say this nicely uh, being provocative with different higher ups throughout the department. Um, and they were going to her house. She was off duty. They were going to her house and, you know, doing stuff and they were doing, they were, she was not on duty. They were on right. duty. Um, and they were in their chief buggies going to her house and stuff like that. And it got so bad in our department that they put out like a blast email to the, to everybody in the fire department, basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing. Cause I don't want to obviously use names or anything like that, but basically paraphrasing, Hey, stop doing that. We're watching the house. We know who's there. I'm just paraphrasing really. Yeah. So the point where they were the higher up, the, the big higher up people were, you know, cause you see the buggy in front of the house, you know, who's in that buggy that day. So, you know, who's, you know what I mean? It's not really hard to figure this out. And it even, Jeez. and it even got to the point where we used to, we used to, the house was in our, when I was on the fire engine as a medic, um, was in our area. Right. right. So sometimes we would go out towards that area for something else. And on the way back, we'd swing by the house. And you would see, right. and you might see a car. This is when all that stuff was going on. You might see a car there, and we'd all, like, make jokes or whatever, right? And then right. one time we went, and we passed the house. And this was off-duty day for both providers. But we saw a provider's ha- car in front of the house It was not a chief or something. He was off-duty, she was off-duty, so they can do, obviously, whatever they want. And we, right. we saw him. And then we were driving down the main strip going back to the firehouse, and we happened to stop at a stoplight, and they were, like, right next to us in the car. And they're not he was he was next to her. She was at her house, I'm assuming, or something like that. But he was in there and we all like rolled down the window. We're like looking at him like shame, shape, shame. you know what I mean? Because we had already seen him there or whatever. And it, it just like, just calling it out, you know, just trying to be funny or whatever. Um, so that was one of the instances. Uh, again, she's off duty. It's her business. That's not my my uh, ethical call there. But the people that were on duty definitely shouldn't be doing that on duty um, as they are getting paid by taxpayers to be there. And definitely shouldn't be taking county vehicles. Like, how dumb do you have to be? That's, all I say. That's why I say the pleasure palace uh, is our term where all the chiefs hung out because they're all fucking morons when we worked there. But, um, but then, then you ha- we had another incident. This is a really bad one, I think, based more, more even more curtailed to what you were saying, is we had a chief that would give, he w- he, he, we had a chief, and then he had a lieutenant that was wanting to be a chief, like wants to move up the ranks, whatever, and he was married, right? And the chief wanted to hook up with his wife. Okay. So the chief, because the other, the husband guy was, you know, obviously he was like career driven and like, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm pro county or whatever. Right. So he would give him overtime opportunities or hold him over sometimes because they had a call out or whatever. And then now he knows husband is at work for 24 hours and right. then go to the house and have fun. That was, that went on for a long time. And that person actually got reprimanded, eventually got caught, of course. And, and got reprimanded for it and lost their position for a little while. And, and it was just like, and I was like, I remember being not, obviously not part of it, but like being there when that happened and just being like, that's the problem because all they did was get a little, they should have been fired for that. That person should have got fired. In my opinion, should have been fired because that's an abuse of power. But, it, but in our County, it wasn't, it wasn't a fire. They didn't fire. They just demoted, let them keep the job. And then guess what? You know, six months, a year later, whatever that person was able to put in and then got the job back as that position again. So it, it, it that's why I said, that's why I was joking, said our place was called the pleasure palace because we had just admin that made absolutely no sense and stood for absolutely nothing. You know,
0: that's where I just, it blows my mind. I just don't understand why anybody would be that stupid, especially in a position of authority, you know, of a higher rank and you're going to start hooking up with one of your subordinates. Now look, if you guys want to hook up on your own time, you know, on, you know, outside of work, that's your business and outside of care. marriage
1: and outside of marriage. Correct. In there.
0: But, but, but still at the same time, that's their business. You know who, you right. know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge anybody for that, but I, I, I just, for the life of me, I cannot fathom being in a senior officer role and then hooking up with one of my subordinates who I'm in charge of. And then, I mean, you know, as well as I do, Jason, it's a family environment. So if someone's hooking up, you're going to know about it. You're just going to, especially if it's happening at work, you're going to know.
1: Oh, the whole department's going to know. Oh, and that's, that's the thing I don't get.
0: It's like, it's like, you know how fast the heat's going to come on you. So why risk it? You know, and that's, it's either, they either want to risk it because they they, they get you know that's how it, they get the rocks off, or they're just stupid. And I'm not trying to sound like an ass, but it's I just don't get it.
1: Well, I, I know, think it's stupid to work that hard to get to a well, to spot. put yourself in that position. Yeah,
0: to, to get you know to where you're gonna get caught, and if you get caught, because you know everybody knows about it, and you know if everybody, especially in your station, knows about it, they're gonna know about it up the chain sooner or
1: later. Come on. Well, the thing with ours was it was with that particular, the last second, the last uh, one I told you about, um, it was funny because that person tried to deny everything, of course, you know, like, but they were using, not only were they doing it on company time, you know, while they weren't doing it on company time, they were setting it up on company time, right? Right. Because then the husband had to come to work and then they were, that was off duty. The girl didn't work there. The wife girl didn't work at the fire department. Um, But the thing was, he was setting it up using his county phone. Yeah. And, and then, of course, that was all tried to be denied. The husband, a lot of people don't know this, but the husband, or people in the, where I work knew all this, but the husband was able to go to Verizon because he had a Verizon phone. And a lot of people don't understand that Verizon saves all your texts for seven years. And you can get those when you call Verizon. You can have them send them to you. Um, they'll email, I guess they, I don't know. I guess I'm assuming they email and maybe they mail it, but I would imagine. I'm sure, there's they,
0: a lot of people out there like,
1: what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep it for seven years and they have to, they can be, <laughs> uh, they can be, uh, Uh, get, you know, the police department, obviously can get those for obvious reasons. Um, and then obviously with him, uh, I don't remember if he did it himself or if he had to get a lawyer. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how he was able to get it. I don't know if you can just call Verizon and get it. I don't, I don't know how that part works, but he was able to get it, bring it to the county and be like, Hey, go fuck yourselves. This was done on a county phone. Here's the number it was from, which is the county phone number of the cell phone. And here's the text. And here's how it was being done. And here's the repeated transactions that were hap- not transactions, but here's the repeated instances it was happening. Da 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 da. You know. And then that's where it was like, you know, okay, you know. And then they had to, they had to do something. But again, because we where I worked was kind of a shithole, they 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 didn't handle it correctly. Because he should have been fired. I'm sorry if I'm the, if I'm a CEO of an organization or the top. Peepi dog fire chief of a of an organization and something like that happens where there's abuse of power to then do that kind of stuff you're out and you're using come again you're so dumb you're driving the vehicle over there or you're using the county phone those kind of stuff like that's that's pretty blatantly shitty you know in my opinion
0: yeah man I like I said I
2: I that's just something I just don't understand that.
1: Yeah, why well, yeah, work your whole yeah. career to get advanced like that uh, yeah. just to give it away for, I mean I, I just like I have that.
0: no words for that cuz
1: uh, and I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to judge.
0: I just I'm just being honest. I can't imagine like I said, being in a position of authority and being involved, not only being involved with one of my subordinates but you know, hooking up while at work. Yeah. Secretly. But yeah. It, 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 but but it's obvious. And I just, I I just, why would you put yourself in that position? Because you're, you're setting yourself up for, for not only what we talked about is that, you know, everybody in the station is going to know it's only a matter of time before, you know, your, you know, your bosses higher up the chain are going to know, but also you're also setting yourself up for possibly a, like if say the relationship goes south and the other person who happens to be your subordinate doesn't like that, then you have, they could, they could turn around and try to get you for harassment.
1: Yeah, and nowadays it could even be and worse than that, and you're screwed. Yeah,
0: even though, even though it, the harassment charge is bullshit because it's just someone who was scorned who wanted more out of the relationship than you did. Uh, I mean, it's it's I just don't understand why people want to put themselves in that type of position.
1: Yeah, that's that's how that's how I look at it too. But it, but it's also naive, um, and we kind of talked about this a little bit pre-show. But it's also naive for people. Uh, let's say you're. I don't know. You work at a a, a office job, right? It's also naive to think that when you work at an office job, that those things don't happen at your office job too. They do. It's probably not on as grand of a scale because you're not like, like when I was at our fire station, when I worked with my partner and my partner was, you know, a guy or whatever. But if I, right. if I worked with my partner, we're there by ourselves. Like we might see the chief for like 15 minutes a day. We might see him on calls and stuff too, but maybe once in a while he or he would stop by our station and yell at us for something or, or tell us something worthless or whatever. But that would be right. it. Like the rest of the 24 hours, we're on our own. We can do it the hell we want to do. You know what I mean? So it's, that's a different atmosphere than someone who works at like, I don't know, Google working from nine to five. Or, you know what I mean? That's it, like different stuff like that. So it's, but to think it doesn't happen at those places is naive to think, like you said, like, that, you know, people aren't doing that kind of stuff is a little, uh, you know, don't hold yourself to such higher standard. Cause that does happen wherever you are. I don't care what job you have. I'll give you working like well, dominoes, you know, <laughs> like it happens well, at those kind of places too.
0: Especially when you have an atmosphere now, like for instance, no, I sh- don't know no harm I
1: can- foul to Domino's. Uh, dominoes there. Those are just an example. No no, no, no,
0: I mean, I can't, I can't speak for all, uh, departments or all types of work environments but what we're having we're having to do I mean we have so much computer training that we have to keep up with at work it's just it's ridiculous but um some of the classes are sexual harassment you know um in in classes like that and one of the things that I didn't know about which I think is kind of kind of ridiculous but at the same time um, that's just my opinion. Um, one of the things that's taught in the classes now is that, um, one of the scenarios is if you, a group of you from work say, go out after work hours, go to happy hour, say and someone in the group that happens to be in your office or department, whatever, uh, starts to. You perceive them as, you know, coming on to you or being flirtatious. That you can then go back into work the next day and file a sexual harassment complaint.
1: That's bullshit to me. In my that opinion.
0: that Well, that when I first heard that, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No way. It's like, so you're telling me that hypothetically, I'm just going to speak in hypotheticals. Say I go out with a group of people from work and I we go to some bar for happy hour or some tavern or pub or whatever. And um, there's a group of us like say sitting at a bunch of pub tables, you know, having beers or having some drinks just for a couple hours and say, I'm talking to somebody and that, per- that particular person, their perception is, is that I'm coming on to them or I'm being over flirtatious. When in my opinion, I'm just being me. Um, if they felt uncomfortable, they can go back to work the next day and file a complaint for workplace sexual harassment. It's like, I don't even understand how that's possible because it's like, one, it's after hours. Yeah, you're with people from work, but you're on your own
1: time. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. And that, that's as dumb as those um, things they're trying to push now where you hear about this in the media, where which I don't let's say you should listen to the media for most stuff, but they talk about it where you can, like, a guy, a, 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 let's say a couple can hook up, right? And then the next day, they can the girl can decide that She didn't really want to hook up, even though she was totally, you know, it was like agreed upon. There was no harm, no foul there with anything. Everybody was all in the same boat and and everybody was all in agreement. But then the next day she's not in agreement. And now all of a sudden the guy can have charges from that or be accused of something because of that. That's ridiculous. You know, that is just, in my opinion, that's straight up ridiculous. Like that's going to be the down, one of the downfalls of our society because if they keep pushing these like like you kind of said there with the stuff, I'm not saying anybody should, you should never sexually harass a girl. No, you should never no. sexually harass a guy. If you're a girl doing the you know way or, right. or whatever, whatever your gender preferences or whatever, I don't care. You shouldn't sexually harass anybody. You obviously shouldn't like rape anybody or anything like that. Like going to that extreme. But this idea that this, that you can just like, you know, 20 years later, just say something like, well, you know, I did have sex with that person, but it was consensual at the time, but now it's not consensual is the dumbest well, fucking thing. And what's going to happen is our society. And you're already kind of seeing it where like girls and guys aren't going to like date anymore. Like who's going to date people anymore. I'm married, you're married, but who, who's going to want to date people anymore when there's all these rules, all these loopholes, where if you don't have it signed in triplicate triplicate on video saying that they're consent, like <laughs> there's so many, just, like stupid stuff. Now that they get you for it. It's like ridiculous. It's out of control. Well, I asked my wife, because, uh,
0: yeah, I asked my wife. I was talking to my wife about this because before she uh, got into you know computer and IT stuff, she was uh, she was a bigwig with uh, human resources. And I was like, "I bet I she's got some this. stories." Well, no, I asked her about this. I'm like, "Is this is this is this for real?" She goes, "Oh yeah." She's like, "That's you know because it's almost like I mean I can't remember exactly what she said as far as details, but it was kind of in the realm of." It, if it say something like that, like I said before, having that happy hour, you're with a group of people from work, even though you're not at work and it's after hours, it's still kind of an extension, if you will. And I'm just like, well, that doesn't make any sense because like, say, for instance, if you put that in a different scenario, like say, say there's a girl or say there's like a girl or a guy at work that are interested in each other and they decide that they were going to just start hooking up after work at each other's apartments or houses or whatever does the same apply to that. If, if someone gets scorned,
1: that's what I'm saying. You're when you start, when you start giving those inches on like, in my opinion, the common sense stuff,
0: they're going to take a mile. they're going
1: to take a mile and it's going to get worse and worse and worse because by what you just said of a class, they're telling you, you all go out to a bar and hook up or, or not hook up, but you all do that. And then something happens, right? Based off that group. Yeah. That's no difference in the hotel or the, um, going to someone's condo or apartment or house or whatever. What's the difference? Yeah. It's just a, it's a physical location it's the only difference. So, well, it's so, some of
0: these, some of these classes that uh, they're not only computer classes, but some of these uh, classes that we have to take that actually, we actually physically have to be there. The ones we actually physically have to be there are the sexual harassment classes and the, uh, you know, uh, equal opportunity classes, all that type of stuff. Um, we physically have to be there. And some of those classes have gotten to the point where it's, I've actually almost walked out because well, they, they, they get to be
2: so ridiculous as far as um,
0: just how they're conducted. it's, it, it just, it just blows my mind.
1: Well, sexual harassment, in my opinion was like, we've all seen those videos. I don't care what your employer, who your employer is, but you've all probably seen the same videos, at least in the old when I was there, um, you saw the same videos of like very egregious, like sexual harassment stuff. That, that's the what, that's what, what, hilarious. yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like old school and you can tell like the actors are like from the seventies or whatever, but, but they're all like the, they're, they're trying to, that stuff I don't disagree with. Like that stuff can't, you can't like, you know, I don't know. You, you're a guy, you like girls, you see a girl in the office and be like, Hey, uh, great job on that report. their sugar tits. Like, I mean, common sense. You can't say stupid <laughs> shit like that. Right. You can't slap someone on the ass, you know, right. to, like that's common sense. I think almost everybody would agree with that. Okay, that's that. I don't have a problem with that. Is to me a sexual harassment. Um, That you know, making innuendos like, "Hey, do you want the promotion?" get under the desk. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that stuff happens. <laughs> right. And that I'm obviously joking saying this stuff, but that's the kind of shit that video, those videos would portray. Right. No, they, they everybody agrees this cross. I would think 99% of professional America agrees that that's not tolerated anymore. And you shouldn't be able to do that. And even it, it, even went all the way into Hollywood, right. With the producer guy that did all this stuff. So that, that, that's, I think everybody agrees with that, but now that it's going, like you said, a step further where it's like, um, you know, like you're like, um, I don't know, there's a girl in your office and she's wearing like a you know, business a dress, right. a business attire, whatever you want, maybe a business suit, a girl business suit. And you're, and you walk up to her and, you know, you see her like, Hey, 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 Jennifer. And she's like, Hey, how are you? And you're like, Hey, I like your, you like your suit. Like, and that now, that doesn't mean anything sexual. And as far as I, in my book, right. And there's, there would be no intention for me if I said that to somebody about sexual activity, but that can, something like that can be like, well, you, yeah, but you complimented her. And then, you know, and it's like, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like that, the people that, and if you, and let me, I'm just going to put a PSA. If you work in a job right now, anybody listen to the show, if you work in a job and your HR line is that thin to what, like things like that, that I just said, like where you can be like, Hey, I, Oh, Hey, you look really nice today. Oh, I love your haircut. Hey, did you just get a haircut? You look really good today. And that sucks harassment. Get the fuck out, move, go do something else. Go become an entrepreneur. That's what I did. Like get out of that shit because that's ridiculous, man. But like, you'd be surprised, man, because it is that sensitive. Oh, I know it is. No, I'm not. I, I, yeah, that's why we're talking about it. I understand No, I know
0: that. I'm saying, but it's gotten like what you just described. That's it's ridiculous. I get it.
1: Like hey, that. look, I get it. If you're a girl, because girls obviously get more sexually harassed than guys, I would assume. Uh, See, we're not just talking about,
0: we're talking about, I mean, girls, you know, men and women can both be sexually harassed. Yeah,
1: I but mean, I, we're I not, understand. We're not, like, we're
0: not siding with either or. I'm, I'm, just, I'm saying if you're a girl. It can happen on both sides.
1: If you're working in an office and Every day, uh, Timmy comes up to you and says, like, hey, nice dress. Like, yeah, at a point, there is a point when that becomes harassment, right? There's a point when, like, it's, being, it's too much. There is obviously, in my opinion, there would be innuendos at that point, maybe, where there might be trying know to get your audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that I agree with. I'm not saying you can't ever have it. So, so if any li- female listeners we have to the show, I'm not saying that can't happen. Okay, right. I, I don't disagree with you on those instances. I'm talking about someone comes up to you, they just, every once in a while they see you and you're looking good, you know, because, I mean, girls and guys, you both try to dress nice for your job, you know? And if someone comments you on that, not in a sexual way, uh, but just says like, hey, you look great today. Oh, you look really good. Did you do your hair? Like, that shouldn't be necessarily a sexual harassment, like you said, in certain, most, most of the contexts. Contexts. sorry. You yeah. see what I'm saying? That's my opinion. And I just well, think and it's ridiculous,
0: and I think in a lot of whether it's office spaces or uh, departments, you also have a lot of you know people that have, say, come from a different generation to where certain things they say there was there was no problem, you know, they were accepted, but they're not accepted now. If that makes any sense, for instance, I've worked with people in the past where they were from a, an older generation and they had a way of doing things, and they were completely harmless, but certain things they would say. It would be um, perceived now as questionable, which I think is complete bullshit. And um, you know, it, it just. It,
1: well, I, mean, I don't have are a problem. We are, we
0: are we that fucking sensitive now? I
1: don't I'm have com- a problem though with someone so being ridiculous. Someone doing something in the past that was acceptable in that time frame, and right. and now judging it with today's standards to say right. that it's not acceptable anymore. I don't necessarily have a problem with that because. Standards change, right? Whether we agree with it or not, I, I, pr- I probably won't agree with a lot of it, but, but it changes. But you cannot, in my opinion, this is just Jason speaking, you cannot judge someone from the past, something that happened in the past, based on today's standards. That's not fair, because that's not well, the same like, context well, as example. everything else, right? Let me give you an example.
0: Let me be a little bit more detailed what I'm talking about think it'll make sense when i say it. i'm talking about say someone from a different generation say comes into work and they see male or female they they like say the person's haircut they say oh hey dan i you know you i love that new haircut i mean it, it, you look really handsome do you see anything wrong with that uh you
1: know, no just, just not like, again if I it's a then? one-off once in a while. No, it happen, no. Yeah.
0: Like I said, if it happens, like if it was like, 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 a constant daily thing to her. Yeah. It starts
1: to make the person constant. Like, yes. Like, it, yeah. it, well, possibly, but possibly. If, yeah. But, but just
0: like once, once in a blue moon thing, and people are going to overreact to that. I mean, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah.
1: You
0: know, and it's like, um, that's the type of shit that I'm just, I'm so, I'm so fucking tired of, man. It, it just, you know, you can't, I mean, I can go down the street and walk through a, Freaking public restroom and turn the doorknob a certain way. And someone's going to say that, you know, they're going to complain about that. It's ridiculous. That's how, that's how much sense some of this stuff makes.
1: Funny. You use the like doorknob said, reference there. Yeah. You like that? No,
0: no uh, like I said, I'm not, uh, I just, I just look, I come at it from a common sense approach. I mean, people are so oversensitive. It's like they've lost all sense of common sense. And, uh, It's like, like I said before, if it's something like, say, hey, Dan, you know, your hair looks, you look really handsome. If like, then they came back and said something the next day, like, yeah, you look really hot with that hair. I mean, if it was a daily thing or if it was on a regular basis, yeah, if it's going to make someone feel uncomfortable, I get it. But if it's a one-off thing, like you said,
1: there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be an issue. Well, I'm from the, I'm from the just, old to school. To me, that's just somebody being nice. To me, uh, to, In my opinion, I'm from the old school, and I feel, right. this is just Jason speaking again, I feel like on a situation like that, as the quote-unquote so-called victim in that situation, right? you as that victim, or whoever the victim is, should at some point tell the person who's the offender, potential offender, right? that, hey, can you not do that? It's kind of making me feel uncomfortable, or some paraphrasing, something like that. Right? Because th- that's how I look at it. Like when you see these sexual harassment things in these cases now today with stuff and, and the, you know, you hear the story and you hear, you know, whatever, both sides of the thing, if the person to me never said to stop doing it, then to me, that's, and, and I'm not talking about egregious stuff. I'm not talking about like, we talked about the egregious levels and stuff. I'm not talking about that, but like something like that, where you're like, Hey man, you look, uh, your hair looks great today. You look really nice. You look hot or whatever. Like you should at some point tell that person to stop. And then at that point you've drawn the line in the sand. And, you know, that's how I look at it. How do you feel about that? Sure. Because I don't agree with you can just like, you can just like never like, cause you can, cause it can be reciprocal the other way. You could hear that comment and smile because it's a nice thing that someone said, you look nice today. You know, maybe the hot thing would be a little bit too much, but, but they, Hey, I like your hair. Be like, Oh, thanks man. Yeah. You know, for a girl might say that or whatever, or a guy gets a new suit and he's like, Oh, thanks. Thanks for noticing. You know what I mean? Like that might make someone feel good. So if it's making them not feel good, they have to tell the person that, in my opinion. Like, let them know. It doesn't have to be like a big spiel. but it's just like, hey, knock it off, you know? Not appropriate or something like that. And then let it go after that, and then it should just stop. That's, that's, that's when I start getting pissed is when that happens repeatedly, and the person says like, hey, this isn't appropriate, you know? And then it just keeps going on. That's my right, opinion. Or you, or
0: you get into a culture where people just start picking and choosing um, what they, you know, to fit a particular narrative of what they think is appropriate or inappropriate at that time, or especially if it's a a work situation where they don't like somebody at work and they kind of want to, you know, move a piece of force them uh, out, move a a chess piece off the board, you know, and kind of get rid of them and, you know, so they can like either take over their position or, or just get them out of the way. I mean, they may file a bogus complaint.
1: Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
0: It it can go all over the place. That's why, and you know, I know, I know there's going to be a lot of, uh, People that disagree with me when I say this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. That's why when this whole Me Too movement started, at first, it was, in my opinion, it was good, you know, because you had people like, in my opinion, the true people that started that were people like Rose McGowan, you know, who was, you know, one of the people that was, you know, raped by um, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that's what I was alluding to earlier. But I also think that she also made a lot of great statements after the fact too, where she's like, look, this, this movement is, and don't quote me cause I, you know, I'm just paraphrasing. Yeah, you're paraphrasing, yeah. Trying to, you know, I'm not gonna, might not get it right word for word, but she said something like this. It's like, there's a lot of people that are supporting this movement now that wanna pick and choose what they wanna go, you know, what they wanna complain about if it fits their narrative at the time. For instance, like we'll give you an example like for instance uh, when it came to uh, you know people like Harvey Weinstein which needed to be needed to go down absolutely but then when it came to like say um we'll go with uh Joe Biden when he was uh far before he was running for president i mean but it came up again when he was running for president that uh Tara Reid who was one of his staffers back when he was a senator? You know, back in the early to mid, or was back in the early nineties. You know, from what she said, she was sexually assaulted by Joe Biden. Now, where was the Me Too movement for her when Joe Biden was running for president? They were nowhere to be fucking found. Why? Is because of course. The same people that a lot of those people in the Me Too movement that happened to be you know supporters of Joe Biden, they didn't want to touch it and i think that's complete fucking bullshit. you know it's like you know you you're, you're going to sit here and you're going to talk about, you know, especially when it comes to sexual assault or uh you know or anything like that. You know, you're you're there to support and and help, you know, your fellow victim. You know, or I hate to use the word victim but or your you know, your fellow comrade, your fellow, you know, coworker, your fellow coworker. But This happened to be a situation where it was a woman that needed help, who'd been this had been documented well since the '90s, and now since it was really coming up again because Joe Biden was running for president, and this was it was right in the middle of when all this stuff was going on, yet they didn't even touch it. Nothing, and I remember when Rose McGowan made a comment about that. It's just like you can't pick and choose. You know, if it happens, it happens. You know, you just can't pick and choose because it doesn't fit your particular narrative to go after it. You know, and that's, that's what I think
1: it, that's where a huge problem is. I mean, in, well, that's in, when they, I feel like those topics become bullshit, because if yeah, you're going to like, that's when it, I don't just, care as much, because if you're going to like tell me that this, this situation that happened is the worst situation ever. But like you said, then there's the same situation, but it doesn't fit your narrative. You're not going to talk about that. Then, then the whole thing is like, I don't care anymore.
0: Well, it's kind of like, I will use it on, on a different on a different platform, you know, a different situation. We'll use BLM. Okay. I think the concept of black lives matter is good because, you know, black lives do matter, but when it gets so politicized to where it gets far removed to what it was originally supposed to be, in my opinion, you know, and it gets so corrupted and it becomes a political weaponized tool. It's like, it's, to me it's obsolete. I don't even want to hear it, you know, but, but at the same time it, 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 you
2: know, it kind of, it kind of
0: just destroys the people that legitimately wanted that type of movement for the right reasons. It just kind of discredits them when they were the good people in the organization and it was the corruptors that just, just came along and just destroyed everything. You know, as far as I mean, just we'll use, like I said, we will use them as an example again. I mean, look, I mean, they it's it, they became completely weaponized and it also came to light that the higher ups in BLM were lining their pockets with all of these people donating money to Black Lives Matter. And they didn't even you know, that money was just. Doing nothing to help black communities. No, they were lying to the Democratic National Party. Right. And buying million dollar homes and multi million dollar homes. And also a lot of money was going to the Democratic Party. How is that helping the black community? You know, like you, why wasn't that money being used for what you said it was going No, you were lying to the people that were following you. You know, and it's, you know, there's so many organizations that are like that that it's just like, um, it's ridiculous. You know, it starts out good. And it just gets so far beyond what it was ever supposed to be the wrong way.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know. I agree. And when
0: I when I when I use Black Lives Matter as an example, I'm not I'm just using them as one group as an example that w- there's something that started out, in my opinion, very good, but then just turned into something so corrupt that it was just I don't even want to hear about it anymore.
1: Yeah, well once a lot of money becomes available, that usually corrupts things. Oh, it, yeah. it, it happens. In, <laughs> it, it even happens in like, like,
0: look at some of these, these, uh, organizations that were, uh, under scrutiny for helping vets that it come to find out that a lot of the money that was being collected, wasn't being used for vets at all. It was lining people's pockets. Maybe a small percentage went to vets.
1: Well, the same thing with the, um, what's that cancer lady? Uh, the one that does the can- oh, cancer awareness stuff. They were doing that, too, because it used to be in the NFL. They used to have, you know, all the people would wear like pink uh, shoes and I don't know, pink armbands or knee pads, not knee pads, but um, like sweat guards or whatever, all the different stuff. And they started doing that based on that cancer thing. And they, the NFL cut their ties with it after a while because that got found out that she that lady who runs the thing wasn't wasn't, you know, the majority of the money wasn't going towards the cancer research. Cancer research is a wonderful tool. I mean, a wonderful thing, obviously. But the majority of the money wasn't going to that. It was going to like, you know, the higher up people's yachts and mansions, like you said, and all the other stuff. And they found that out. So a lot of that's yeah. why I say if you're donating to a charity, then I'm not here to tell you what charity to donate to, obviously, but definitely do your research and make sure that that charity is legit. Um, and you're actually it is actually going to the people it's intended to not some overhead cost for their organization so they can make billions of dollars and then give a dollar over here to the homeless or something, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I have my own thoughts about the whole cancer industry, and I will say industry um, as far as treatment
1: goes, because it is
0: a multi-billion-dollar-a-year industry. Oh
1: yeah, it's, it's they make money on treating you; they don't make money on saving you.
0: Well, and, and I just, I'm just going to say this because I'm not going to I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. But um, the thing that bothers me, whether it's you know, for years, all these people walk for the cure, you know, or You know, all these organizations that, you know, collect money and donations for cancer research. Okay, we've, why is it for the past 100 years with all the money we've dumped into this research, the money has been dumped into the same three things. You either just cut it out, you burn it out, or you poison it. Nothing, they just, the money just goes into different tweaks of the same three things. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That bothers me. It it bothers me because it's. uh, Um. I mean, it's (laughs) with as much as technology has advanced in that amount of time. It it is so hard for me to believe, in as much money that has been dumped into research that they still only focused on two things. But then when it comes to natural substances that have actually been recorded to help people, I'm not gonna name names because I can actually get in trouble for that. You know, it's it's there's no money to be made with some of these natural substances because you can't patent them because they come from nature. It well yeah, and those big companies based. that do
1: that, pharmaceutical stuff are gonna push those down and put out bullshit campaigns against those things because they don't want you to go smoke pot or something to fix yourself they want you to have to take their medication and have to be on it for a lifetime because it just masks, it just masks symptoms instead of actually curing you. And that's how they keep making money.
0: Yeah. And I'm not saying that, uh, I'm not saying that, uh, you know, that some of these treatments haven't helped people because some of them have, you know, and and I'm not saying it hasn't, you know, pushed cancer to the side for a certain amount of time for some of these people, because it has, I'm just saying that, In this, like I said, this is just my opinion. I just find it just remarkable how, like I said, for the past 100 years, we've dumped so much money into the same things. And and where have we branched out into different treatments? We really haven't. When you go to any of these oncology clinics or these cancer treatments, it's always, like I said, it's the same three things. You're going to cut it out or try to cut as much out as you can. You're going to burn it with radiation or you're going to try to poison it with chemo. Yep. And, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, one of the things that that is detrimental for you to have, you have to have a strong immune system to fight cancer. And what does chemo do? Chemo destroys your immune system. So it almost seems like it's, yeah, it's something that's going to destroy your immune system in the process of trying to target and poison that cancer. But a lot of times it doesn't work because then you're left with an immune system that's in the toilet that you don't really don't have really anything to fight, you know? So it, it it's almost like it's in, in some cases it's counterproductive. Same thing with radiation. It's, and it's amazing how a lot of these two, especially the two, radiation and chemo, how there's a strong percentage where these treatments also have a strong chance of, you know, causing cancer at the same time, especially radiation, right? You know, and I know a lot of people are out there and be like, well, you know, it's focused radiation to that particular, you know, wherever the tumor, or the cancer cells are. And It's like, well, yeah, but still radiation is radiation, you know, and how many treatments are you going to have to have before, you know, the doctors are satisfied to, they feel like they've gotten as much out as they can. It's just, it's just, it's, to me, it's just one of those things where I've, I've always questioned, uh, you know, that, I mean, how much money are we going to keep dumping into the same things? I mean, you never really hear of any treatments that have branched out, you know, that that. you never do. And that's what bothers me. And you you can also, you know, one of the, you know, it's also been shown that a big driving force of certain types of cancer is sugar, you know, um. But you can go to some of these oncology or chemo, you know, treatment facilities and like there's there's like candy machines out there in the fucking lobby. It's like, how is that promoting health, especially for cancer patients?
1: Well, all doctors, doctors will tell you, too, that they're in their medical training. They don't get a lot of training on nutrition stuff. I mean, it's very small in comparison to the other stuff they're trained on because. Well, and that's the thing. And
0: you can tell by some of these sites that you go to, like, especially, I mean, I mean. I can't speak now, but I remember I was on the, uh, the, uh, um, one of the diabetes sites. Um,
2: and the diet plans they had, in my opinion
0: were ridiculous, you know, for diabetics. Um, it's the same thing for, I just, I don't know. I think, uh, the, one of the biggest reasons why in this country, especially over the past especially since I'm just gonna use since like the forties and fifties, since, you know, the cancer rate has just gone through the roof up into present day, especially within the past thirty to forty years. I mean, I'm I'm convinced. Like I said, and this is just my I'm convinced it's it's the Western diet. It's look at the shit that we are putting in our bodies that is just Fucking ridiculous! I mean, half the shit isn't even food that people eat. All this processed stuff, and then you know aspartame, you know, or otherwise called NutraSweet, which is you know one of the artificial sweeteners. Where this country is one of still one of the only places in the world where it's still legal to put into food, and it's almost in everything from you know sodas to or diet sodas to like um, gum to a lot of stuff. You know, and it's just. You know, just and you you see these studies that they do where they'll take, uh, say, uh, they'll go to like remote places in say China, where these people, you know, some of the you know, these people that live in certain parts of say China that that are used to, you know, say they they're used to like a uh, just strict plants and fish based diet from their local area, you know, eating just complete, you know, basically field the table or or from water to table, or they're just eating just all natural food that they grow themselves or they get they catch or whatnot. And then you say they'll take them and they'll move them to the United States and they'll be completely consumed with the Western diet. And some of these people within the first two years, cancer, when they've never had cancer in their part of, you know, their, where they live in their part of the world at all, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden when they're introduced to the Western diet, you know, they start developing tumors, you know, and it's just, I mean, how much, I mean, how do you explain all this cancer that just the, the cancer rates, especially in this country that just, you know, you can say the same thing with obesity that just climbed to record numbers, especially within the past, like I said, 30 to 40 years, it's gotta be, something to do with the western diet because that's one of the biggest things that have been changed so much over that that those years and I'm convinced but like I said that's my opinion yeah and I I would like to correct myself when I was talking about Joe Biden earlier I I I should have said um what Tara Reid what Joe Biden was you know alleged you know sexual misconduct you know I mean, because like I said, no one really knows exactly what happened. But my whole point was, where was me too? If she was saying that that happened, why wasn't anybody listening to her? So sorry, I had to correct myself.
1: That's all right. Another one with that man. On, anyway, honestly, I didn't mean I didn't mean
0: to go off on a on a tangents, but on like, on, uh,
1: on a Bobby's rant.
0: No, when you when you started when you went down the, you know, I mean, like I said, I'll just sum it up with this:
2: cancer is I.
0: I've lost loved ones to it, and I see people suffer from it a lot and it's just it, it breaks my heart because i just, I just feel like with as much as much time people put into volunteering and collecting donations and all this money that's been dumped into it that there's really been no expansion of finding different ways to to treat it, you know, except for like I said tweaking the same three ways we've been doing for a hundred years. Yeah, and it, that 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 Sad. fucking bothers me. Yeah, yeah, and that's all. That's all I'm gonna say on
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, that's cool. So let's wrap this up. This has been episode number 33, and unless you have anything else, Bobby, you want to get out of here? Yeah. You know, let me
0: just let me just uh, remind them real quick. Aside right. from uh, just remind, because I don't think we we put put us on enough. Uh, Truth Social. You can uh, get a hold of us if you want to, if you're on Truth Social at uh, at paramedics underscore unscripted 2022. That is at paramedics underscore unscripted two zero two
1: two there you go we'll add that at the bottom of the notes too i think it's already in there but i'll double check that and make sure that's in the notes so anybody you can follow us um if you get a chance tell your friends your coworkers, everything about this podcast follow us like us subscribe review give us some five-star reviews we always appreciate that and uh, if you have any direct comments concerns or questions you want us to or issues whatever you want to us to tackle on the, on an episode, give us an email at paramedics unscripted at gmail.com. That's paramedics unscripted at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's wrap this up. This has been episode 33 and we'll see you next week on paramedics. Unscripted.